Hello and welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Spartans. It is Thursday, August 6th. The year is 2020. I am your host, Will Hunter, joined by my hunting for some four stars co-host, Matt Sheehan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Go ahead. Indulge me. Yep. What's up, Matt? Thing. How you doing? Uh, just bleeding, bleeding <laughs> football recruiting good news over here, Will. You, you know how it goes around these parts. Come on. Just hemorrhaging. There's so mm. many... So I don't know if you have room stars. for all these four stars. I don't know if you have room for all these kids, Will. It's 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 quite stressful, but you know what? It's a situation we uh, may find ourselves in pretty soon, but we're not going to talk about that today, are we? Uh, we might. We'll see what uh, ah, what we're looking at like no, at the end of the Nothing else happened today? No, nothing, nothing else happened in the last happened. 24 hours? There's, okay, good. All right. Boring. Got it. Okay. Got it. No. Screw Minnesota, by the way. Down with the Gophers. Yeah? Sink the hey. boat, baby. P.J. Flack. Fraud. Actually, he's a very fine coach, but that's not for now. Fraud. Fraud. Uh, on today's show, we're going to talk about uh, a bunch of stuff. The Big Ten released their updated schedule. Woo! Some tweaks that re- revolve around Michigan State. We can talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can talk about the Big Ten United. Definitely need to uh, address that. Uh, over a thousand, more than a thousand Big Ten football players have come out with a list of, I don't even know if they're really demands. They're just like, here's the protocol we want in place for COVID. And they're doing it on, on behalf of all Big Ten athletes, which is really outstanding and something that apparently Doug Gottlieb doesn't understand. Oh, when when you have parents uh, wanting access to Big Ten <laughs> Network to watch your children play a sport, that's, that's where Over I draw the line. the line, buddy. Oh, no. Go fly a kite. Go steal a credit card. Yes. So, hmm, um, maybe a two or three. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that's we're going to talk about that. Not Gottlieb. Uh, we gave him too much time already on the show, but we yeah, will talk so, about sorry. just the formation of, I don't know, it's sort of like a pseudo-union, if you will, right, a representative yeah, yeah. sample of Big Ten players, and yeah, just kind of how cool that is, and we'll see what happens, right? There's a lot to talk about. Yeah, we'll talk about it with the NCAA's response. is not coming back this year? Hmm? There's a defensive end not playing oh, yes. this year. A certain defensive end not playing football for Michigan State this season. That's because nobody's playing football for Michigan State this season, Matt. Uh, okay, I was. You know what? I, I was wondering how we're going to handle this show. Are we going to talk about it like there actually is a schedule going on and just do the whole sun and dance and have some fun for once, or we'll are we going to be doom and gloom? Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll see. see how it we'll goes. see how okay. the show goes. The, that's that's sort of the loose plan for segments two and three, but. I'm going to need you to indulge me for segment one here in just a second, okay? Just take me to church, Will. Yeah. So, reminded to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcast. Matt, talk for like three seconds so I can take a big swig of water because I'm going to be talking. Well, I'm just spitting angry that they moved the game to Ann Arbor. Well, we'll touch on that in segment two. Oh, I'm so irate right now. How could they play twice in a row in Ann Arbor in front of an empty stadium in a game that probably won't happen? Oh, I'm so spitting mad. But, hey, that's a teaser for segment two. (laughs) All right. So the Big Ten, uh, after delaying a day, unveils uh, its its football schedule, Matt. Ten-game, conference-only, COVID-induced schedule 11 if you count the big 10 championship game that mel tucker and the boys will be playing in but yes 10 games <laughs> and the entire time this is going on right it, the schedule comes out the big 10 commissioner is is doing some media there's analysis around it statements are coming out um even you know the big 10 unity thing 
uh, is happening. It's just there's it's all sorts of hectic, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And the one thing I couldn't get out of my mind. This is all incredibly stupid. Indulge me here. In oh, I please, yeah. So so far, so good. So we got a Big Ten schedule today. Mm-hmm. No major changes. They add a bye week. Uh, add a flex week at the end. Still starting on time. Still doing the, yeah. the song, same song and dance. Everyone adds an opponent. Changing up the order of the games here and there, yeah. but yeah, other than that. As we record, it is Wednesday night, 10, 12 p.m. on August 5th. Matt, the first practices, padded practices, are slated to begin on August 7th. This offseason, six Uh-oh. of the 14 teams in the Big Ten, almost half, have shut it down at one point or another. Six of the 14. Currently, Northwestern isn't practicing. Michigan State missed almost all of the 20-hour sessions, right? The ramp-up period. They went from eight-hour sessions, and now they've got two days of 20 hours, and they're going right into friggin' padded practices on Friday. I wonder if they're just going to do the entire 20 hours in the next two days. Ten-hour practices. Yeah, you get two hours of sleep per night, right? A third of Rutgers' team currently has COVID. Yes. Like a third of a team currently has COVID. COVID-19, and they're mm-hmm. expected to begin practicing in two days and then play a football game four weeks after that. Against Nebraska, yeah. But it's a home game at least, so take Matt, the off there. if that yeah. was Ohio State, no, if that was Michigan, not a chance. if that was Penn State, probably not. The season is getting delayed. Donezo. Canceled. Something's happening. They yes. are playing games in less than a month. And in, in the Big Ten, in mm-hmm. the Big Ten, the COVID policy is a two-week quarantine for anyone who came in contact with someone with COVID. Apparently, that, that, that's, that's the policy. That's why Michigan State shut it down for two weeks. Rutgers shut it down for two weeks. Uh, Northwestern is seeing if they need to shut it down for two weeks. Heaven help us when students get onto campus and someone tests positive for COVID-19 on August 29th. What the hell are we going to do then? That is never going to work. Schools mm-hmm. are going to take like liberties with this. Oh, well, this defensive back got it. Only the defensive backs that he worked in his individual group need to quarantine it for two weeks. Everyone else is fine. Some schools are going to be super strict about it, like Michigan State. Some schools are going to be very laissez-faire with it. Like the ones we haven't heard about. Right? Like the ones we haven't heard about. Iowa had a bunch of positives. Iowa had like five positives pretty recently. Haven't heard anything about them shutting anything down or anything along that lines. And here's where I'm going to go. Here I'm, mm-hmm. I'm starting go to go. Go on. Go on, you free bird. Go. It is absolutely absurd, embarrassing, shameful that for all the crap that college football players have done for the NCAA, for their branch organizations, for the Bulls, for all this crap, all the, I don't know, the bureaucracy, aristocratic BS, all the money they've made for them, they still have to band together in numbers over 1,000 to demand bare minimum protections during a global pandemic, Matt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it didn't seem like a list of demands, it seemed like a list of common sense uh, points. I, I read the list to my wife and she, every single thing, she's like, that seems pretty common sense. Yep. yep. 
And despite the decades of injustice, the underpayment, all that crap that we know about, they still have to essentially form a pseudo-union that is massive to demand the bare minimum. Meanwhile, who the hell knows what's going on over at Colorado State? We know Washington State's coach is threatening kids with revoking of scholarship, getting kicked off the team. Players have a massive industry built on their shoulders. Football players hold up athletic departments. They allow other sports to function. They allow other athletes to get college education at free or reduced prices. Mm -hmm. And it's an industry that enriches a bunch of old white guys who can't stop saying the N-word when they're trying to get their players to stop saying it. Like, what the hell is going on? Like, through all this, all of it, Matt. Yeah. There's not a single administrator that's going to say the obvious thing because they can't, right? This no, is This not, is a right. money grab. Yeah, totally. That's all it is. This is a Yeah, pure, I, I, everyone knows that. Yeah. Right. We all know this is a money grab. This has nothing to do with education. This has nothing to do with enrichment. The student-athlete experience, there's nobody on campus. One of the benefits of being a football player is you're like a pseudo-celebrity. You get to be cool. You get to go to the cool parties. You get to mm-hmm. get into the bars and do whatever you want. You get to get free drinks at Rick's. You get to go into Dublin and everyone wants to take pictures with you and cute girls are hanging off your arms. Like, they don't even get that. Yeah. No, but, yeah, but probably cool hoodies still. It's got to be worth something, right? It's a pure and simple money grab. And the people actually risking their health for the money aren't getting anything extra. They don't get hazard pay. They don't get any pay. They don't get hazard benefits or anything like that. They are getting the exact same scholarship that the star player on the field hockey team gets, Matt. Right. College football is gross, it's immoral, they have horrible standards, and this is even beyond that. This is gross and immoral for even college football's horrible standards. And the NCAA, who is Mm -hmm. the most aggressively overzealous and ridiculously punitive legislating body we have in sports, has done nothing. They just kick the damn can and they sit on their thumbs. They don't do anything. It's a global pandemic and they refuse to lead. They love being like, well, you got $50 for a lunch. You're out. Get out of here. Global pandemic. Ooh, sorry. We just, we don't know. They refuse to get out of their way too big houses, take off their awful suit jackets and do anything resembling leadership. They sit there and expect their unpaid labor to take on extra risks to keep making them money like they've done over and over and over and over. Two of the best four players in the conference have already opted out. And we're going to talk about one, actually two. We're going to talk about both if when we go through the schedule, because Michigan State's playing them. Two incredible talents. We're not going to get to watch. More players are going to opt out. Michigan State has a player that's opted out. But the desperation, the need to play, the need to try and earn, like they, they can't earn now, so they have to try to earn, build up equity in the form of NFL draft stock, the desperation of trying to do that forces these players to have to play. There was a kid from Arizona who tweeted like, yo, I, I, I stand with the, the Pac-12 movement. Uh, I'm with these guys, but I can't opt out. My family's got to eat, <laughs> basically. Sure. I got to eat. Of course, yeah. And this virus, Matt, 
People love to say, oh, they're healthy. They're college football players. They're big and strong and young. They'll be fine. Bull. A lot of them will, and that's great. Sure, most of them will. It's great. Definitely. Go ask Brady Mm -hmm. Feeney at Indiana. He's the uh, kid whose mom wrote the heartbreaking Facebook post about how sick he is and how much he's struggling with the virus and how she's worried for not just like his future athletic endeavors, but for his life. Right. Or maybe Trevez Moore. He's a linebacker at LSU who tweeted that he lost 27 pounds when he was on COVID because he couldn't eat. He was You're sick, right. couldn't taste anything, couldn't smell anything, was always exhausted, and he's still struggling fully to recover from it. As you would expect, losing almost 30 pounds as a freaking Division One linebacker at one of the best schools in the country at playing football. He doesn't have his wind all the way back. He doesn't have his strength all the way back. Go ask him how it feels. And you know the safety protocols, Matt. Like, literally every single rule are going to be skirted all over the place. We already heard about Colorado State. We don't totally know. It's been refuted, right? So we're not going to, like, launch in there. But, like, Colorado State might be cheating the COVID rules. Colorado Uh, State in the Mountain West is being investigated. We're talking about a sport whose, like, long-standing culture that still is around to this day is playing through the pain and everything. I mean, so, yeah. Playing through a virus might be prevalent at some, if not a lot of schools, for sure. Clearly, football players in the Big Ten and Pac-12 are concerned about testing standards and their safety. Like, they banded together in these huge numbers to make demands, not because they were cool with it. The SEC players were on that call with conference administrators saying, hey, this isn't good enough. And standards, because the NCAA doesn't do a damn thing, are different Across the country, conference, team, division, school, state, municipality, whatever. They're all different. It's chaos. You and I have both been on record saying we think this season gets canceled or delayed, right? We're not optimistic. Not quite. I would never paint that. No. (laughs) Heavens no. I'm going on record right now. Okay. I want it canceled or delayed. Got it. I want that to happen now. I officially have crossed the damn line. Move it to spring. That's what I want. Move it to spring. I know there's logistical issues and problems that need to get fixed. Those are so minuscule compared to a dead football player. Of course, yeah, yeah. Those are nothing compared to a handful of players who have to retire because they have scar tissue in their lungs or their heart swelled up like the, I'm blanking on the baseball player, the friggin' MLB pitcher whose heart swelled up and now he has to maybe never play baseball again. It's like, oh, yeah, you might die. You need to see a doctor about this. Perfectly healthy pro, or pro baseball player. I make money off this map. Yeah, oh, wow. So do you. I, wow. It's my job. I will be negatively impacted by football going away. I will be negatively impacted if it's delayed until spring, if it's canceled altogether. Regardless, I will lose money. Mm-hmm. We already have lost money on this podcast from the cancellation of March Madness. A lot of it, too. Certainly. Yeah. I personally lost a good chunk of money. Yeah. But the health and safety of unpaid football players is more important than my money. I don't understand why that concept is so foreign to people. These are professionals. They are taking on added health risks and not getting millions of dollars like the professionals. And even that, even the guys in the NFL, because I think the bubbles have been really working, but the guys in the NFL, MLB, who are out there in the world, not in these bubbles, I think that's questionable. But 
it's a fair equation, right? I've got my X million dollar salary, my big salary, whatever it is. I've got these added risks. Here's my mortgage payment. Here's my rent. Here's my car payment. Here's what I need to feed my family. It's a, it's a decision to make. It's an adult decision to be made by adults, a professional adult. College football is wonderful. I love it. You love it. We all love it. But it's oh, I'll come crawling oh, back every time. It's so shitty sometimes, Matt. Oh, it, it's horrible. But you know, like the sucker I am, I come crawling back. Oh, does that, does that make you part of the problem? Probably, Maybe. absolutely. I would say, Maybe. yeah. But hey, we all have our own faults in life. And right now, though, like it's almost all shit. It's just like pure, unfiltered, exploitative shit. It's yeah, not great. And football players have been bearing the burden of entire athletic department budgets for decades, and now they want to throw a global pandemic at the football players. Like, hey, you know, head trauma, broken legs, whatever, paying for playing for a scholarship, that's not enough. Here's a pandemic. 150,000 plus dead in the U.S., Matt. We got dozens of schools, like 13% of schools or 20% of Division One schools are in like Florida and Texas and California, states who have not had great numbers as of late. Maybe it's plateauing a little bit. Maybe it's getting a little better. That's wonderful. It's not declining. It's not gone. There are still tens of thousands of people in these states getting it every single day. MSU is asking students to stay home if they can. Other schools have done that too. Enough is enough. If they push through a season, which they're going to try, they're going to try to force a season, it feels to me more likely than not Something really awful is going to happen. Someone's going to die. A bunch of players are going to get really, really sick and not recover fully. Have to stop playing for like bad things are going to happen. Like thousands of football players are going to get COVID and it's going to go really poorly for a a number of them. And then the NCAA's unpaid labor is going to get sick. That's not worth it. That's not worth football this fall. We didn't do enough during the college football season here. We tried. Some states did better. Some people did better. Some people put on masks. Some people listened to scientists. We collectively clearly didn't do enough. Not for the fall. Maybe if they move it, we can do it by spring. Yeah, we'll see. Today's show is brought to you by... RockAuto.com, Matt. RockAuto! Let's just turn those frowns upside down. I'll try. Okay, Rock, do you know what what gets my frown turned upside down? What? Gas pedals. (laughs) Spark plugs. Spark plugs. You can get those. Carpet. Tail lamps. All that. Oh my Aging god! Module Keep, controls. Naming Keep naming things. Uh, I'm sure the little Prindle uh, thing. You know the what? thing. This is the P R N D L thing. I'm sure. Uh, I got some of those mechanisms in there as well. Yes. If you need it for your car, RockAuto.com is the place to go. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Like Matt said, they have engine control modules, brake parts, tail Ooh. lamps, motor oil, yeah. carpet, whatever you need. You can find it, whether it's your classic car daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks, delivered directly to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? You wouldn't do it, Matt. No, heavens no. Doesn't make sense. No. So go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, write locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. 
Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Okay. Let's uh, let's try to do better this segment, Matt. How, how'd that feel? Did that, that, that feel good? Yes. I bet it did. It, it was really a freeing feeling, for sure, just to go with the flow and just let it all fly. Well done. Can I tell you the moment that I just... It was... Uh, it just... It hit me. Mm-hmm. That this is all so stupid. And it's not this. Uh, not even COVID-specific, but just like uh, the... Yeah. The house of cards built upon the backs of unpaid labor in college football. Uh-huh. When I... It really sunk in for me. And there's been plenty of moments where like, yeah, duh. I, I see it. Ah, uh, yeah, obviously. I read... I read Dan Wetzel. I know what's up. Sure. Sitting in the Spartan Stadium press box last year. Uh huh. Don't remember the game. Doesn't really matter. Okay. But uh, we're in the media area, and the media sits here, and then some uh, tech people are in there one section, and then there's a little section of like the MSU comms people uh, who handle like in game announcements and handing out stat sheets, yada, yada, yada. Mm hmm. And then next to them, between the media and the MSU people, there's always two spots. Okay. And those two spots are always filled with two really old white people mm-hmm. in absolutely awful blazers with giant bowl patches on the blazers. You, you mean the best job in, in the entire world, yes. There is no reason on God's green earth for that person, those people to be there. Oh, and making the salaries they do too. Yeah. It, 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 I'm not. I'm not being facetious or overexaggerated. It is literally the great. It is the greatest job in the entire world. They, I used to think it was backup NFL quarterback, but even every once in a oh, while, you got to go gotta in play. there and play, yeah, and you got to earn your paycheck. Like these people do nothing to earn their paycheck. Oh, I'm I'm so jealous of those people. They fly. Oh, you're just upset because you're jealous. Yep, you're 100 percent correct. I'm very jealous of those people. They fly across the country in Gator Bowl blazers, and they watch football, and they get paid six figures. Big it's it's the, the absolute dream. The absolute dream. That I looked at that and I was like, I want to fight this person. I have a big thing of cheese <laughs> that I'm dipping my pretzel in. I'm going to throw it at that <laughs> green tax slayer bowl friggin' blazer. Going to dome, stri- dome shot Mr. Pinstripe Bowl <laughs> over, over here really quick. <sighs> yeah, that was that was the moment for me where I was like, you know what? I'm good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, you want to talk about talk? the schedule? Yeah, yeah. So, do we do t- the the rest of the twenty minutes on the uh, monstrosity of Michigan State having to go to Ann Arbor <laughs> for the second year in a row? Do we do that? No, I'm all okay. For it. okay. I think it's, it's great. I think it's good for fans. I yeah, I think it's fine too. And it eventually, got ironed out later in the day. So, in the yeah. morning, the schedules dropped. MSU's got to go back to Ann Arbor, and like there are some fans that are pretty upset, but it got smoothed out. By the end of the day, the Big Ten's saying, like, well, this will be switched and reflected on the previous year's schedule. So now, if it does go into effect in 2021 or whenever this does go effect in the following season, um, Michigan State will not be playing Ohio State and Michigan at home the same year and then away in the same year, like the following year, you know. Like, you're going to get either one of Michigan or Ohio State at home, which was not the case. Um, There were a lot of people up in arms about this, but let me tell you what really miffed me on this schedule because – in the end of the day, you wake up, you take a 60-mile bus ride down, and you play in Ann Arbor in front of an empty stadium. Home field advantage doesn't really matter as far as crowd noise go. But did it ever in the big house? Anyway, <laughs> um, the real crime was real quick, real adding... Quick. Okay. 
Sorry, I'm so sorry. Brett no, no, McMurphy just tweeted, USC announces it does not have clearance from Los Angeles County to have students take on-campus classes, so Trojans will begin fall semester with fully remote instruction until health regulations allow otherwise. Go on, Matt. The real... <laughs> what really got my goat in the schedule is that they had to add the 10th conference game. That added 10th conference game was a road game in Omaha <laughs> against Nebraska. Wait, Lincoln. Oh, oh, no, no, Lincoln. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was going to say that didn't sound right. Lincoln. <laughs> Nebraska, Omaha plays in It's Omaha. all the same thing. Omaha is the only city in Nebraska. Uh, but, okay, regardless, like, that, that is what would miff me if I was, like, a state player. Like, you're sending us the furthest location possible on the road to end our season. Like, that's <laughs> what we got. That was the screw job of the schedule. No, it's not having Penn State, Michigan, a buy in Ohio State, that gauntlet all of a sudden. Because, let's be honest, Michigan State already had a gauntlet to begin with, with their original schedule. They had, at Iowa, home against U of M, home against OSU, with no bye weeks before. Either way, they had a three-game gauntlet. This one's just at Penn State, at Michigan, and home versus Ohio State with the bye week after the mm-hmm. Michigan game. Like, what? A, that's fine. Going on the road to Nebraska, that that sucks, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I'd, be, I'd be pretty miffed about that. You're not sleeping in your own bed that night. You're probably, oh, God, air traveler, bus, whatever it is. It's too far to go. Um, yeah, so that, that was a real crime there, and that's the only thing that I really saw that was like, that's kind of crappy for MSU. They kind of got a job there. But no, other than that, well, whatever. It, it was on the road at College Park, so it's like, what's the freaking difference? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so what was the other switcheroo to? The, okay, so Indiana's Indiana. now a home game, and that's it. Yeah, so we go to Ann Arbor, Indiana comes here. Well, they, yeah, just so like they you said, it's, up, it's fine in the like, future. So Minnesota's week one now. Yeah, right, Northwestern's right. week three. And I don't know, catching Minnesota without Rashad Bateman, week that, one, that could be decent. Mm, I, I mean, they have other good players, but like... Well, it's not like he's one of the best NFL prospects at receiver <laughs> or anything like that. a top that. 15 pick, potentially. Oh, he is. Oh. <laughs> um, you know, the Micah Parsons opts out for Penn State. He's a top five mm-hmm. pick, potentially. I saw someone who had him, like, fifth in a mock draft. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they'll be the only ones, and I think the guys who are going to be opting out... Uh, I mean, there's going to be, I think, a number of players that opt out, especially when, I don't know, say like Iowa has a, an outbreak and it hits the team and 27 players, like in theory, 27 players get it. You know, a couple guys could be like, you know what, I'm I'm probably good. Sure. We've seen it in Mid- baseball. Mid-season opt-outs, yeah. Yeah, sure. we've seen it happen in baseball with Yoannis Cespedes just <laughs> pulling an all-timer. <laughs> see ya. Um, you know, I could see that stuff happening too, and I think the players that are more likely to do that are the ones who are like, yeah, I'm a first-round pick already, so, you know, I get it. They love playing college ball. They love their teammates. They love mm-hmm, beating right. teams down. Like, oh, Justin Fields, like, yeah, football's really fun. I go beat teams 60 to nothing every single game. Yeah, you, you get to play Madden on rookie mode every yeah. Saturday for some schools, right? Yeah, so uh, I could see players like that, while they love playing college football, if it gets hairy enough, be like, yeah, I'm good. Nick Bosa did it, and he didn't even have a freaking pandemic. He's like, yeah, I tweaked my hammy, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Peace, good luck, guys. Go yeah. get him. Good luck against Clemson again. Yeah, and that sucks because I think if they held it in the spring, there might be some, depending on... What happened with the NFL? I can see it going either way. I can see even more players going, and I can see even more players. Yeah. I, I, I've talked myself into both situations. Yeah. So it sucks not being able to see awesome players like that, but it, hey, it benefits MSU because <laughs> they yeah. don't have any bona fide pros. No. Uh, but, you know, they, 
then it doesn't because Jacob Pandeshuk just opts out and he's uh, that makes it nine starters on the defense last year yeah. not returning. He's the <laughs> only nine. Starter. He was the only starter on the front. Uh, yeah. So yeah, they're gonna have to figure some got, stuff out there. Antoine Simmons and Xavier Henderson are your only two uh, returners on defense. You boy, hey, but uh, gotta say, defensive coaching staff pretty good. I mean, we do have some good prospects. Perhaps. Yeah, uh, Chase Klein, okay. Kalen Gurdon. They're, they're gonna be okay. They, okay. Right. Yeah, okay. They'll 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 be able to do some stuff, and we'll see. It won't be a disaster. There's too many smart minds there, and too many like you know. There's some talented players like Mike Fletcher, like can mm-hmm. be a player, and you know Naquan Jones is good, and and Slade Brothers are good, and Chase Klein's insane, and like yeah, they'll figure it out. Noah Harvey's solid player. Noah Harvey, ooh, you might opt out because they keep having Democrats on their Zoom calls. Oh, no, that cannot be a rumor. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's <laughs> like, oh my god, I missed something big time here. Well, I, I just like, I went on his Twitter last year, and I was like, oh, okay, that's that's how he rolls politically. Cool, whatever. And then I yeah. just, you know, like they had Reverend Al Sharpton on as a thing, and I'm just like, I could see some people being like, Ugh. <laughs> enough, yeah. yeah. Riley Bullock was like, what are you doing? I don't. D- Sorry, I mean, this is a horrible segue, but anything else get your goat about the schedule, or, or no? No, I, I, we needed to get back to the schedule. I was just making some jokes, trying to lighten the mood. Um, Sorry, I, I just, I, I'm just scanning the, the graphic that big BTN tweet yeah, out again. The only I other see, thing, like, a giant open thing at the end of the year, which is obviously for more, like, yeah, flex week. leeway. Yeah, of course. The only other thing was Iowa Halloween. Yeah, yeah, you know, I glossed right over that when I read that. Because, uh, like, at Iowa's never good. At no. Halloween, uh, yeah. that game is either going to be 67-3 to in Iowa's favor if it's a night game, or 67-3 in State's favor if it's a noon game. Like, there's nowhere. 2010 was a noon game, Matt. It was, like, 30 nothing at halftime. You know, and I, I always have to say this whenever that game is brought up. Uh, it's one of three games I did not finish watching uh, as a State fan. And the other one, same year, uh, Capital One Bowl <laughs> that year. Halftime, okay. That's... I've seen enough I've here. Seen Thank you very much. <laughs> That's okay. I don't want to see anyone die on television today. Um, I'm going to go downstairs and play ping pong. That's what I'm going to do yeah. with the rest of my day here. That game single-handedly turned Kirk Cousins into a man. He, he walked out <laughs> yes, of that game did. and was like, yes. I can do anything. <laughs> that game got Kirk Cousins' $400 million career. <laughs> it's like, if <laughs> I get game. shot, I'll mm-hmm. be fine. But I won't even feel the bullet, right? Yeah. All right, we're way over time. Let's take a quick break here. I want to – let's do recruiting. Let's have fun. We're going to have some fun oh, here wow. in oh, a mine. second. Okay. We'll do that in a second. Oh. All right, Matt, are you ready? No, because last time we teased recruiting, he got a, a Texas offer, and now we know how that went. <laughs> Although he didn't say his name directly. Uh, Mike Maslinski, however you say his name. He had a Texas offer. Oh, he had it before he even teased it? When did we tease that? Um, I, I think he got like the Texas offer like right when we finished recording. No, when was it, though? Like When did we tease that? Tuesday show. So Monday night we recorded. He was on campus visiting Texas in June. Why did he get... Oh, okay. You're doing the... Oh, you're, you're so dumb. Yeah, no, I am. You're so dumb. Texas offered him in April. Um, five days before uh, I know. Okay, you know, Happy, you got the official, the official offer graphic. Offer. Yeah, that's what you... But did. as he got that graphic, that's when all the crystal balls started to light up for his favor. That's, that's why I thought it was an instant offer, instant kind no. of... Uh, no, 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 there. no, no. No, all the Texas things came in the last few days. He, <sighs> shoot. Uh, yeah, he edit, went on, edit the last minute out for me if you could. Thanks, appreciate it. Good, good looking um, out. 
Yeah, he took unofficials to Iowa when he could. I actually I don't know if he could. It may have been COVID. Yeah, it was a COVID visit for Iowa. And then he did his own visits to Florida State, Texas, and Michigan State. Those were his four sort of visits that he took on his own. Um, yeah, and then I think it was it was really between Texas and MSU, and Texas is going to win because they're Texas. Uh, we're not talking about that. No, 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 no Texas with a dollar sign here, Will. No Texas. Let's talk about New Jersey with a dollar sign. <laughs> New Jer- Hey, man, New Jersey is about to become East Lansing East. I, or, I hope so. That that's fine with me. So. I, I don't know. Michigan State picks up two high-confidence crystal balls today as mm-hmm. we record this. And they're not just like, I don't know, uh, old Johnny at the Louisville Cardinals place, right? <laughs> sure. Like, yep. Great website, by the way. <laughs> you know, and, and I don't want to discount uh, whatever, like staff writers or whatever, because they can be plugged into. But usually when like oh, national course. recruiters are making their picks, those are the ones I tend to lean into. And today, Brian Doan and Steve Wiltfong, who are here, Wiltfong this year, 98.57% accuracy. Brian Doan, 97.46% accuracy. Both put in seven confidence level, seven out of 10. So that's high confidence picks for Michigan State to land. Both Audric Estime and his high school teammate Gino Vandemark, both of them are four-star players, Matt. Consensus, four stars. And two four-star names, too. Love two it. Gino incredible. Vandemark. Ooh, that sounds like a mauler, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Audric Estime is a running back. Vandemark is a guard, I believe, is his... I, okay, so I think I, I think he's a guard on two four seven, but a tackle on rivals. Yeah, he's, he's just a offensive lineman. He's six four, probably six three, so he's a guard. Mm-hmm. Fair. So, uh, Vandermark has two picks. They're both for MSU. Uh, Estime has three. Two are for MSU. One is for Rutgers. The Rutgers one is old. Uh, they both had, yeah. Like if you go back a, a month, both of them were one hundred percent Rutgers. Like had a mm-hmm. handful of picks, and they were all Rutgers. And those have since. Gone away and been replaced by Michigan State predictions. Uh, they're going to be on campus reportedly in a couple weeks. And Kevin Wigington, who is from New Jersey, uh, was pretty fired up on the old Twitter machine there, Matt. Uh, players love to drop those little subtle hints mm-hmm. uh, about things like that. It appears that Michigan State has the inside track to land two four-star players who are high school teammates out of New Jersey. Wouldn't that be nice? Wait, do you hear that in the... Is that just me that hears that on mine? Hmm. That's, that sounds like a pipeline from New Jersey being built all the way to East Lansing. That's strange. Huh. Oh, if only they got Deuce Chestnut, too. God, what a name, too. Oh, why do we miss out on all the cool, like the, like the super cool names, like uh, Ch- Chuba Hubbard? No, not Chuba Hubbard. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. It wasn't Hubbard. Yeah, it was uh, Chuba Hubbard. No, Chubba Hubbard. Chubba Purdy. Chubba Purdy. Purdy, thank you. I yeah, was going to say, Chubba Hubbard. Hubbard's a guy down at OK State. Chubba yeah. Purdy, yeah. Purdy, Brock, thank Brock you. Purdy's yeah. younger brother who went to Louisville. Uh, damn it. Storm yeah, Duck. Uh, yeah. Uh. Storm Johnson? <laughs> no, Storm Duck. Storm oh, Duck. <laughs> I think it's Storm Johnson who played at UCF like nine years ago. No, no. Storm Duck, North Carolina. MSU was on him for like maybe six minutes uh, back in his recruitment. Yeah, so Vandemark's oh, number 317 in the country. Uh, Estime, number 343 in the country, both. Uh, High-end Power 5 starters with uh, big upsides, Matt. 
And would be the number one and two commits in the class so far, which we'd like to see. Because, yep. God, we, we need a spark, man. We yeah. need one. This would be a really needed win for, for Mel Tucker and MSU. Uh, they they yeah. obviously have really nice offer lists, being that, that pedigree of player. Um, yeah, and there's no way to shake it other than this would be absolutely huge. And if it does happen in the next couple of weeks, that'd be really wonderful. <laughs> Because <laughs> they need yeah. a recruiting win quickly. Desperately. Yeah, God, we, what, we're a week removed from uh, a rant after missing Andrew Anthony? Yeah, that, yep. this would be a, quite the swing. We just need anything. Will you? It, how will you? It, it, it's, it's like a hitter in a slump. Like, we just need it, just a, one double up the gap, and that'll just make us feel a lot better. What, uh, what do you think? Like, are you going to get some crow and eat it or just... I, I don't blame you for any of your rant, but like you... No, because I, I still don't take any of it back. I, I don't you think... You don't have to take it back, but it, no, it'll be proven moot pretty quickly. Yeah, moot-ish. Moot-ish. Like, there are parts of that commitment that are still baffling to me. But yeah, for the most part, uh, yeah, this this would prove that they can get four stars, obviously. Four stars, plural. That would be nice. No, for sure. Yeah, I'm not going to be miffed about it or like upset that like they got it because that, that would prove me wrong. God, you, you, you have any idea how much I love to be wrong sometimes on oh, here? I mean, this is this would be one of those times, man. Have you uh, and not to get like weird or anything? No, that's fine. Um, oh, and there you go. Justin Thind and uh, Corey Robinson just locked in future casts on Rivals. I like how this is going so far. Yeah. Two. Um, have you seen? <laughs> Pictures of Audric Estime working out? Uh, I, I Not working out, but he looks like he could absolutely run through me uh, with little to no effort. <laughs> it's, I'm going to retweet a picture right now. He's a 16-year-old okay. like kid, right? And imagine what we looked like or remember what we looked like at 16. I was in decent shape. I played high school sports. I could lift a little bit. But I was, you know, still like... I, couldn't do like, that and still can't do yeah. that, so perfect. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's a nice athletic, I was a nice athletic kid in high school, right? Good athlete. Mm-hmm. Sure. This kid is a brick shit house, man. <laughs> like, he is, it's like, dear God, you look like a 30-year-old. You look like a prime NFL player. It's like, holy bleep. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I saw that and I, I was like, oh my God, Michigan State's recruiting this person. And it was back when we had just like Rutgers crystal balls. And I was like, oh man, that that sucks. That would be great to get him. And now it seems like they've got a good shot. And like, okay, they're about to get this absolute monster of a person. Oh, I hope it works out. Is, is it like Bo Scarborough's uh, high school picture? Have you seen that? If you guys haven't at home, uh, just Google Bo, uh, Bo Scarborough uh, High School. And you will be greeted by a man who looks to be 38 years old with four kids and a mortgage, uh, who also lifts for 16 hours a day. Like, is, is this what I should expect here when I see this picture? Here, I'm gonna. Re- I'm. I just tweeted it right now. Okay, excellent. All right. So, but yeah, if you guys have not seen Bo Scarborough's high school picture, uh, treat yourself to that little dandy. That will uh, likely make your morning or afternoon when you see that. Okay. Did, or just horrify you. Did you pull up Twitter and find? Oh, heavens to Betsy! Good. Go- look at the <laughs> Jesus. Running back? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I'm looking like at the a, last picture right now. It looks like a professional brick wall. 
I, I wouldn't mind lining him up at like left guard or something like that. Like be, be your pulling guard. I don't care if he's five eleven. I don't care if he's four eleven. Man, there's always a guy anywhere on the football field. <laughs> he's a teenager. They're not supposed to look like that. I don't care if he runs a, a six two forty. I need him on the kickoff team. Just running in a straight line. Don't try to cut. Don't try to spin or do anything cute. Just r- put your head down and run in a straight line. Let's go. You're, you're you're at the fifty yard line automatically at the very worst. At the very worst. <laughs> Wow! No, uh, <laughs> oh my heavens, to Betsy! No, I did not see him. Yeah, that's really funny. I, I, uh, I hope he's got negative three percent body fat. This is unbelievable. <laughs> he, uh, I, I haven't watched a ton of his film yet. I, I will now that it looks like it could be trending that way. That it'll be worth it for me to check out their film. <laughs> he's an impressive looking athlete. Uh, to, to say the least, yeah, I, I don't care if he can't carry a football. If he averages twenty fumbles a year, <laughs> you, you'll make it work with this guy. Wow. <laughs> All right, that was fun. I'm glad we did that. Yeah, no, I had no idea. What a nice little Easter egg there. All right, thanks so much for listening to today's episode of Locked on Spartans. We'll be back on Monday next week. We'll see uh, what the hell are we going to talk about. We'll figure it out. Uh, we should yeah, do a game yeah. game. Okay, okay. We're yeah, gonna, we can yeah, win we'll hopper. we'll sure. recap anything that happens over the next uh, few days here, and then we can do a game game, Matt. That would okay. be fun. Sure. So look forward to that. Reminder to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Go to homefieldapparel.com. Pick out some shirts. Type in on Spartans. Get 20% off. Then go to rockauto.com. Buy a bunch of stuff. Type on Spartans or locked on in the box so they know we sent you. Please support the the people that support this show. We really appreciate it. And then rate, review, subscribe, rate, review, subscribe. All right, we'll be back next week. Matt, take us you know into the weekend. No, have a beautiful weekend, everyone. It's supposed to be good weather over here in Metro Detroit area. Stay safe out there and go green. Woo! Yeah!